Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Josh. And this week, you know, maybe we've run out of ideas for things to pass this <laughs> quarantine period. Maybe. The lack of sports is deadening. Yeah, I think we just joked about it before the show, but we may become an NWSL podcast for the next couple yeah. of weeks. There are sports happening in America right now, so maybe we'll have to talk about that instead. Would not bother me one bit. Rose Lavelle is great. She's very and, good. And podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> this week, the idea that we had was we've done quite a few looks at historic tech football over the past few weeks because there's not much to look at going on right now. So we might as well look into tech's wealth of football history. And one thing that we kind of stumbled into was a website called What If Sports. And uh, what that website lets you do is you pick two teams and let them play each other, and it simulates a matchup between the two. It allows you to pick a team in a year. So we picked each tech winning season between 1996 and 2019, and have we're going to have them all square off against each other in a bracket to determine which tech team is the ultimate tech team. I have my theory. You have your theories. Okay. I have my theory. <laughs> yeah. So um, what if sports goes back to 1996? Um, so that's why we're starting there. It's not just a random choice on our part. But um, luckily for us, since then, there have been eight tech teams with losing records. Um, and so we decided to just throw those guys out. Luckily, there have been. Well, luckily for the purposes of the next 45 minutes to an maybe? hour. <laughs> I don't know if luckily is a good word at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of us have not experienced very many of these. So that's lucky anyway. Yeah, 2013 um, did not happen. Was not right. a year. <laughs> So we've got that. Uh, I'll, I'll run these down real fast. We've got that 2013 team at four and eight, 2010 at five and seven, 2009 at four and eight. So there's three of my years uh, <laughs> right off the bat here that you guys didn't get to experience two of those at least. Hmm. Then we've got 07 at five and seven, 06 at three and 10, 03 at five and seven, 02 at four and eight, and 2000 at three and nine. So those are the eight losing seasons that we are not, uh, that are not in contention for our best tech team bracket here. Yeah. And so what we did, or really, I guess what Evan did was match up the teams in the bracket. So that way we don't end up with like, Hopefully we don't end up with 2019 versus 2018 in the final or or something like that. Right. Where it doesn't have that recency bias or it doesn't get rid of all the old teams play each other than the new teams play each other. So the way this is going to work is that the 1996 team, the first team, will play 2019, the most recent team, and kind of go down from there. So 97 will play 2018, right. uh, 99 will play 2017, and so on. Right. So think of it as kind of the NCAA tournament, but instead of having you know a 1 versus a 16, we're just doing that same format with years. So um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's fair, but it's more fair than us trying to determine which one's best because obviously, you know, we're only familiar with roughly 10 years of tech history and we're dealing with 24 years of tech history here. Yeah, uh, the teams that don't have Kenneth Dixon are the worst teams, I think. I think <laughs> that's, that's we would have determined that. Might be true. I don't know. So, so what do you guys 2013 think? 2013 suddenly gets <laughs> reinvigorated. <laughs> what do you guys think is going to happen here? I, I really don't know. I'll make some predictions here in a second but nathan what do you think is going to happen oh man i was hoping you're gonna go with josh first man i have I mean, no I idea 
I, I think because what we're doing is we're simulating one game between these two and football is a sport that relies on a one game sample size to determine which game is best as opposed to like even basketball or baseball in the playoffs they're best of whatever's which we didn't feel like doing for this so really i feel like anything can happen um there were some of these six and six teams or six and five teams that kind of surprised me when we were putting together the notes for this show that I was like oh well they were a really good team they just played like eight ranked opponents and beat right. two of them but lost to six of them which you would expect and so maybe that helps but i don't know the simulation well enough maybe that's those losses hurt the team no matter who they're they're those losses are against so yeah you know what i want to go full on my favorite year of watching tech football is 2012 so i want to root for 2012 that's a good choice honestly that was yeah how about you josh well, first, I want to address the fact that the 2012 team I will not be cheering for because they <laughs> duped me into believing Tech could be a ranked football team year in and year out, um, even though it is one of my favorite teams. But uh, I, I've played around with this what if sports before here and there to like boost my ego as a fan, be like, oh, let me run this game until like we I get a win. You know, let me run, you know, you know, 2019 Tech versus UAB a bunch until like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we won six out of 10. Of course, we should have won that game. We, it was a job by the way. <laughs> but uh <laughs> out of my experience of running it um the, the lethal combination of tim Ritay and troy edwards I, I think the 99 team is probably going to be the champion at the end of all this they're just going to put up more points than anybody for some reason and that is what interesting. i'm interesting i will say i'm looking at that 97 team they went nine and two um, as kind of a dark horse, but but ultimately, I think it's going to go to I don't know, maybe maybe 2016. They're a pretty strong team with NFL talent, right? I'm not sure how this what I'm not sure how what if sports balances things out, but personally, I think 2012 is going to get the shaft because the defense was so bad. Oh, yeah. bad. Um, Who cares so, about defense? <laughs> So we don't I play think football to play defense. That could be one of the upsets even in, in the early round. So we've got a 16-team bracket. So there's what? One, two, three, four rounds to, to win. So I could see 2012 going out maybe even in that first round. And I don't know anything about the 2005 team at this point. So Man. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited to see what happens here because we really don't know. We're running all the simulations as we go here. So uh, you're going to be you know listening along at home. You'll, you'll learn as as we learn what's going on that 2016 team is like one of the best ones we've had statistically in a long time and it would be a shame to watch them get just punked by a team oh, i know nothing pl- about they're playing 99 in the first round though that's rough yeah. oh no because 99 is tim oh. senior year okay Who- my take now is whoever wins that game is going to win the championship that's my take okay <laughs> so either one of them is championship quality we're coming up with our theories on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> and we definitely won't edit this after we know the answers to all the... One oh, yeah. <laughs> Go back, get back in the studio. My winner is... Beep. Yeah, Nathan, please please edit in the winner there in post. <laughs> okay, I'm sure I'll pick just a random UAB team. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, gross. <laughs> all right, y'all want to get started with this? Yeah, let's get started. All right, so the first matchup we've got is 1996, who went 6-5 and five, uh, against 2019, which... Uh, you know, only 10 win season in, in uh, Division One history for Tech. So, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what, what are you guys' thoughts about this game? I think that 2019 is going to get a big bump from this sports simulator just because they won 10 games and beat Miami, which this is nowhere near the Miami of, you know, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, even the Miami of the year before. This is just a bad Miami team, but they're going to get that bump from it. I think, I think the hard part about this is the 96 team, a team that I don't think anyone here really knows that much about. Looking into this a little bit, they beat Mississippi State, something that uh, 
these these most recent tech teams have struggled to do. They did lose to ULL at home the following week. Yikes! So that's a little tough. But uh, but look at that stretch run. But also. They played UAB for the first time, and they beat UAB 35-31. Oh, and so that should. tells me that they're a very good team. Also, Maybe the, the best. quarterback, this was the final year before Tim or Tay. And so the quarterback was Jason Martin, who is someone who shows up in the history books a few times for Tech, but not someone I'm all that familiar with. But he holds the record for most passing touchdowns in a game. And I wish we weren't all looking at the same note sheet so I could quiz you. But he threw eight touchdowns against Toledo. <laughs> Eight. Oh my Eight god. Eight touchdowns? Eight oh passing touchdowns. Oh my god. Was that in 96? That was in 96. Oh, wow, we won 61 to 20. Wow, that's... <laughs> I mean, that'll happen if you throw eight touchdowns, I guess. <laughs> you'll you'll probably Sheesh. win if you throw for eight touchdowns. Timurte has almost every other record in this little stretch, but Jason I Martin mean, holds that one. I think Rate has a couple six or seven touchdown games, but... That's crazy. I mean, Jamar threw 18 touchdowns last season. Yeah. Jason Martin threw eight in one game. Wow. And so, I mean, don't sleep on this team, even though they went six and five. Right. Like, that record's not <laughs> really showing how good they are. These late 90s teams played some monsters in matchups. That's true, too. It was the the independent days for Tech. I mean, that stretch run you mentioned, we beat Mississippi State and then lost to ULL. Then we played at Texas A&M and then at Arkansas in Little Rock. So, I mean, that, that was a four-game stretch over, Wolf. you know, about, yeah, four weeks. And, you know, no bye week in there or anything. Like, just a brutal stretch there <laughs> yeah so i mean i want to pick the 96 team here that's my guess so real quick 96 they scored 31.9 points per game which is which was 20th in the uh ncaa that year uh this was a gary croton coach team um but they allowed 31.1 points per game so i'm thinking the 2019 defense is actually man. the key to this game so i think 2019 is <sighs> gonna take it man that looking at that points award points against you know like on points yeah. per game it's like you know different year same story when it comes to text like the offense is fine the offense is clicking i don't know what the defense is doing <laughs> but the defense is playing against baylor mississippi that's state true. that's Texas true that's true arkansas like the, the, a lot of points are being scored against them because they're playing some really good teams texas a&m put up 63 yeah yeah like yeah. that that skews it quite a bit. I mean Arkansas State also put up Arkansas 55. Arkansas State put up 55, so, so I don't that's know. That really helped me. <laughs> oh man. Let me so, let me pull up my favorite stat from the 1996 team. While you do oh, that. Oh, are you re- do you have Oh, I'm up? ready. Okay, I'm ready. Go, go for it. Go so for instead it. Instead of talking about the leading rusher for this team, let's talk about the like what's the opposite of that? The bottom rusher of this team? <laughs> okay. I don't know if you're looking. Don't look at the stats. I'm not I just looking, want you I'm to guess looking. how many yards did his one attempt go for? <laughs> the the lowest. The lowest rusher. one. Negative 17. Nathan, do you have a guess? Uh, negative 18. Wow. That was actually the second lowest was negative 17. This guy, <laughs> Mr. David Lill, if you're still alive, I would love to hear the story about this rush. It was oh, one shit. rush. <laughs> one rush for negative 43 yards. What? <laughs> what? Maybe... Oh, he was man. a punter. He was a punter. That's why. That's what I'm thinking. Is that what he is? <laughs> he was, I was a punter. I was going to say, it snapped, they snapped it over his head and it counted. That's the only way that could happen. Hey, hey, the next year, he had one rush for 28 yards. Look at that. He's okay. averaging right. negative still. He's averaging <laughs> seven and a half yards per carry. So, so yeah, the the... I think the defense is going to take it here. That's the metric I'm going by. Maybe I won't in the next matchup, but we'll see. Uh, you guys ready to find out who won this game? Let's find out. Let's go. All right. Um, let's see. 
Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 2019 wins 31 to 30. Oh, oh wow. 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 They scored 11 points in the fourth quarter. I don't know what. Man, a tech team a lost by one. Yeah, a tech, <laughs> a tech team lost by one. That is. <laughs> All right. So, wow. So the um, the 96 squad jumped out to a quick 20 to nothing lead in the first quarter. Uh, which also seems familiar for for Tech I don't, <laughs> to be down that fast that early, but um, or to be up that fat, uh, that heavy by that early. Let's see. So we've got uh, a Dean Jackson twenty-seven yard catch, a Francis Figaro thirteen yard. Oh, that's catch, a great name. And then a Troy Edwards forty-four yard pass. So a quick start for Jason Martin there with three touchdowns in the first quarter. Then Jawan Johnson had a forty-three yard uh, touchdown run for the nineteen squad. Um, we got a field goal, making it 23 to seven for the 96 squad. Then another Jawan Johnson touchdown run. So that's interesting. They, they value him a lot. And so the halftime score is 23 to 14 jumping into the third quarter. 2019 kicks two field goals in that quarter, making the score 23 to 20. And then Chad Mackey adds a 12 yard touchdown reception, uh, for the 16 squad or for the 96, excuse me, squad. Uh, making it 30 to 20. Then we've got a field goal by Bailey Hale and then a safety. That's what it is. Oh, making the score 30 to 25. And then with 10 minutes left in the game, Israel Tucker scores a 29 yard touchdown run and 2019 fails the two point conversion, making the score 31 to 30, which is what it would end up. So uh, that's, that's a good one to start out with. Yeah. A one point loss. Instant classic. Mm -hmm. And a one-point win. All right, so there are some pretty crazy stats going on here. First of all, 1996 had 34 rushing yards on 32 (laughs) attempts, so that's not You were right. The defense. (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) But were there eight passing touchdowns? There were were four passing touchdowns. Jason Martin threw for 534 (laughs) yards. Yeah, he was 29 for 50. With uh, with two interceptions, wow. Uh, they also lost two fumbles, so that's four turnovers for the for the '96. It kind of seems like the '96 squad gave this one away. Man, there was not a single game last year that was this exciting. I yeah, feel betrayed. Right? Yeah, seriously. Um, so then on the 2019 side of things, we had 51 rushes for 268 yards. So that's very very good. And then Jamar went 11 for 23. With 156 passing yards, <laughs> but yeah. but the 2019 team turned over the ball uh, zero times. So hey, that's yeah, yeah. That was so that turnovers team. turnovers cost you 96. Yeah, so now we get to jump forward and back at the same time and go 97 versus 2018. The 97 squad went nine and two over the course of the season, and 2018 after the bowl ended up eight and five. What do y'all see. think about this? this? Is Tim Ortiz? Uh, I think it's his sophomore year, but his first year under center. Yeah, I believe he transferred in, I believe, didn't he? Or am I thinking for three years? Um, I do want to say my favorite stat. I want to beat uh, Josh to the punch with this one. Um, So almost always on a football team, the team, the player that scores the most points is the kicker because they get one point per touchdown and also some field goals. Right. This particular year, the kicker was not the highest scoring player on the team. The kicker scored 64 points. The highest scorer on this team scored 96 and it was Troy Edwards, the wide receiver. Wow. Um, yep. 13 receiving touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns. That's... Wow. God, Troy, can you come back and reincarnate? I know you're probably Troy. not dead yet, but can you reincarnate? <laughs> Josh is going really dark with the 90s players here. Like, they're, they're only like 45, 50 years old right now, man. <laughs> 
Listen, I have another favorite stat brought to you by this 97 team and our <laughs> and our boy, David Lill. Oh, good. He had one pass attempt. Was it an interception? Average yards per attempt, negative 45. What do you what? think? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, all right. A passer rating of negative right. 200. I didn't even I, know they could go to the negative. I, <laughs> David <laughs> Lill, I want to hear your story. You seem like an interesting man. It is an David, interception, by the way. It was a, <laughs> interception for David 45 Lil, 30 for 30 coming soon. <laughs> I just I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Can we get him on the show? Probably. Oh, That's yeah. incredible. Couple other uh, notes about this '97 team. They were nine and two, and their only two losses of the year were against Arkansas and Auburn, two SEC opponents. But that didn't stop oh. them when they beat Alabama. Yes, that Alabama, twenty-six. Hell to yeah, boy! Bro, what? And uh, that attendance was uh, just over seventy thousand fans. So just over seventy thousand people saw the Crimson Tide fall to the Bulldogs. Tech also beat Cal at Independence Stadium, which is nice, I guess. And also, most importantly, out of all of this, they beat UAB again. And their mm. second and day. ULL back to back weeks, mm. yeah, and also beat Boise State, which is good. Not bad, not bad. And, and a quick reminder on this 2018 team: uh, this was the year that Tech lost to LSU, who was number six at the time, and also that blowout loss to Mississippi State that Eek. I don't even really remember. Yeah, Nick Fitzgerald out. just started the game like 20 for 20 with five touchdowns, basically in the first half. If I, I if I, I remember correctly, I legitimately blacked out during that game. Was it from drinking? Was it from sadness? Nobody knows. Nobody will tell. It was probably both. And then a couple other downers to end the season. Tech lost to USM in Western Kentucky before heading to Hawaii. Beat Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. And Jalen Ferguson set the uh, sack record that game. Willie Baker made us all really excited for 2019. (laughs) 2020 is still going to happen, hopefully, maybe. But yeah, one thing to keep in mind for this 2018 team is Jaquise Dancy was the leading rusher, but... Typically, Tech has had running backs, at least in the recent era, of 1,000-yard seasons or nearly 1,000-yard seasons. But Dancy only had 600 yards as the leading rusher. It's not great. So depending on how this simulated game goes, if it requires the running game, it may favor the 97 team, even if they didn't have <laughs> as great of a running game either. See, 97's leading rusher was Bobby Ray Tell. Bobby Ray Tell. 800 yards. So, I mean. Okay. Yeah, average 6.8. So that only 118 carries 6.8 yards per carry though. That's yeah. that's pretty f-ing good. A lot of yeah, bleeps, so, Nathan. A lot of bleeps today. A lot of bleeps. Yeah. So I'm, I'm picking 97 again. I'm just going to pick the old years. I don't know that I feel like I missed out not watching these teams. I'm going to pick 97 for this one too. I just feel like that 2018 team was not as good as their record indicates. Maybe. Well, their record was what? Eight and five. Yeah. 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 I mean, so 97 scored 33.1 points per game and allowed 25 and a half points per game and 2018 scored oh my god 20 24.7 and allowed 23 so i think 97 is a clear choice here they've got more offensive firepower they beat some really really good teams and 2018 i mean they just one year the defense was better they beat north texas and north texas was really good right i mean beat beat north texas (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah so I mean, other than that, like they barely beat South Alabama. I was there. It was I was mad, even though we won. Um, uh, classic. That tends to happen a lot. Right. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm going 97 as well. All right, let's see. I've got this game up. And the final score is 1997 Louisiana Bulldogs 23, 2018 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs 26. No! Wow. The 2018 Bulldogs pull off the victory in a three-point game. Wow, these are close games, though. Yeah. So to jump through it really quickly, uh, the first quarter and second quarter are um, all field goals. Bailey Hale makes a 37-yarder and a 39-yarder. Then the 97 team gets on the board with a 29-yarder to make it 6-3 to at the end of the first quarter. The teams trade field goals again, also 30-something yarders, to make the score 6-9 to going into halftime. Nice. nice. That's worth this whole thing right there. <laughs> then to start the third quarter off, the 97 team takes the lead with a 10-yard pass from Tim Ortay to Bobby Raytel. Who's, that's Ray just Tell. fun to say. I'm kind of jealous of the sportscasters of the era. Bobby Ray Tell. Oh my, please kill him. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Absolutely please not. Out. That's Bobby not, Ray that's Tell. not even Coda. That's, please that's please kill up. me now. <laughs> I deserve Two it. Good names today. Two 97 <laughs> team adds to the lead with a 50-yard field goal to make it 16-9. to nine. That's almost nice. Then a Tenny Veal three-yard pass from Jamar to tie the game at 16-16. Going into the final quarter, 97-year breaks the tie just into the new quarter with a Troy Ed words catch from tim or to make it 23 to 16 israel tucker caps off a long drive with a four-yard touchdown run to tie the game at 23 23 then with three minutes and four seconds left in the game bailey hale trots out to kick and succeed and making a 56 yard field goal to bring the game to a close 2018-26 this is also an exciting game that i wish i could see in real life I don't know about you guys, but I don't think Bailey Hale can hit a 56-yard field goal. <laughs> I don't know. He'll kick you 56 yards for saying that about him. <laughs> Probably. Wow. Yeah, those are those are two good ones to start out with. So pulling up the actual game by the play-by-play here, 97 has the ball after that field goal by Bailey Hale. They uh, fumble the ball. 2018 oh, recovers. No. They attempt a field goal to ice the game further, but miss a 29-yarder after making the 56-yarder. <laughs> okay. That's more believable. 97 <laughs> has the ball with a minute 18 left, drives the ball down to the 42-yard line of the other team. So they're on the the good side of the 50 if they're trying to score, where they get to 4th and 11, where they threw up a desperation pass that just barely underthrows the intended receiver incomplete pass. So it came down to a final Hail Mary attempt that landed in the end zone. So, man, you know, wow. I, I'm mad. I want to watch this game for real. Yeah, seriously. All right, who's working on the time machine? Let's, let's get to it. Yeah, so next up, continuing on this one up, one down, we have 1998 versus 2017. Evan, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so we've got 1998, who is who went 6 and 6 in Tim Rattay's second year starting. And then 2017 went 7 and 6 uh, in Jamar's first year as the starter. So. Uh, yeah, 1998 is actually a, a really interesting year. It's it's the Troy Edwards game against Nebraska, which we all know about. All Tech fans are required to know about that. I think um, most hardcore CFB fans know about it. Right. He still holds the record, the NCAA record for most uh, receiving yards in a game over 400. So Nebraska, of course, won that game by a lot, but that doesn't matter. The Huskers, I believe, were coming off of a national championship and uh, ended up beating Tech 56 to 27, even though Troy Edwards went off. OG Tom Osborne, Nebraska, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do want to make one note about Troy Edwards really quickly, and this will be my stat that I get in before Josh has an opportunity to look at. The I haven't even dug into it yet. Yeah. So Tech's leading 
defender in terms of interceptions was Frederick Lewis. He had five interceptions for and returned one of them for a touchdown. But one other player had a multi-interception season, and that player was Troy Edwards, the wide receiver. He had two picks. Wow. What? 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 That's so weird. He apparently played two ways. Who was coaching? What were they doing? Gary Croton, I think, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. So this team scored 493 points. That's 41.1 points per game. Uh, Oh, God. Which is third in the entire NCAA. So that kind of seems, that sounds familiar uh, (laughs) to score that many points. They allowed 33.5, which was uh, down near the bottom, 102nd out of 112 FBS teams at that point. It just repeats itself back. It's like 1998, 2012. It's the same thing. (laughs) Now, 2017, if you guys don't remember, we had a... Yeah, we had a one-point win over Western Kentucky, followed by a one-point loss to South Carolina, which I was also at. Maybe Should I stop going to games, guys? You probably should. Okay, I was in well, Doghouse for that game, which I should probably stop doing as well. <laughs> we have a tool that, that's coming out this week that would let yeah. you know. Yeah, you yeah. should not be going to games. Yeah, I think, yeah, maybe I should stop going. But um, this was also the third at 93 game against Mississippi State. I don't know what State. you're talking about. Yeah, Josh blacked out for that one as well. Um, Josh, do you have a problem? Only when we're losing by, you know, 40 points. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. Otherwise, mind. it's a celebration. So it's, it's not a your problem. It's not a you problem. It's a, yeah, it's a it's tech a football tech problem. problem. Duh. Yeah. Um, and then, so Tech, with two games left in the season, was four and six, uh, had to win their last two games to make it to bowl eligibility. And luckily, we got to play UTEP and UTSA. So uh, ended up winning both of those games. To get to the Frisco Bowl against first week head coach Sonny Dykes at SMU, uh, where we all remember what happened. Uh, Tech beat the crap out of them. It it was was fun. So bizarre. I was like, where's this team been all year? Right. (laughs) It was like a fuddling. Yeah, bowl game skip. Bowl game skip. Hey, look, you give you give Skip a month to coach against anybody, he'll figure it out. Yeah, wait, I think I'm realizing why the newer teams are winning these games. It's because we made them neutral site games, so they're probably bowl games. So bowl, bowl games. games. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Once Skip's not the head coach anymore, we'll see. I mean, when we get to games where he's not, you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, that, that sounded will be here forever. He's never going to abandon <laughs> it sounded us. like I'm going to like kill him or something. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm just going to let that silence sit there for a so, second. So, on doubt. that note, what do you guys think is is going to happen in this matchup here? I mean, both teams on paper, like record wise, it's like, yikes, but I, mean, I got to go with Tim Rattay and Troy Edwards, like 41.1 points per game. Yeah. I mean, that's a no brainer to me. Yeah. I don't think 2017 can score with them. They, they put up 30 and a half points per game, which is pretty good, I guess, but uh, allowed 25.4 also decent, but I, I just think 98 is going to wipe the floor with them in terms of offensive production. So they played... These independent schedules are so tough because they lost to number four, Nebraska, number 18, Texas A&M, UCF, Wyoming, which I mean, uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Lost to Auburn and lost to number 11, Tulane. What? Tulane went to be good. Undefeated in 98, I believe. Wow. Yeah, well, and Tulane was in Kusa at the time. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the point I was about to make, too. UCF went 9-2 and two that year. Wyoming went 8-3. and three. It's not like we lost to to non-bowl eligible teams that weren't playing in... And we beat oh, UAB, though. Uh, Wait, yeah, we beat did UAB. We, did we mention the ULL score yet? Because we oh, have to mention we, that. We should. That's great. Because, yeah, we beat ULL 77-14. to 14. Woo! 
God. I have to pick 98 now, no matter what. Oh man, I wish that was on the road. It was, it was at home at the Joe, but oh man, if that was in Lafayette, oh, they'd still be, it's, mm, whew, that makes me happy. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. I think 98 is going to win this game. What about you guys? I'm yeah. picking 98. I'm picking 98. All right. Well, retain Troy let's, let's see if we're right this time. <laughs> God, I'm nervous. Oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> We got another we got another barn burner here. Uh 2017 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs 49. 1998 uh, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs 46. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, let's see here. So, wow. First downs 34 for 98, 32 for 2017. Mm. Um passing yards 487 for Tim Rattay. 335 for Jamar. Looks like uh, it, it was the turnovers again, man. 1997 or 1998, excuse me, uh, turned the ball over three times. Two fumbles, one interception. 2017 man. had one pick. So that's, yeah, that'll that'll do it right there. But um, stop turning the ball over. Let's see. Boston Scott led the game with 122 rushing yards uh, and okay. four touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> Boston, my, man, come back. Oh, is he playing the Cowboys again? <laughs> <laughs> Troy Edwards led the game among receivers. No surprise there. Uh, 14 receptions, 190 yards, but only one touchdown. Let's see. Then Tim Rattay threw four touchdowns to Jay Mars one. So really the, the difference looks like the rushing um, attack of 2017, which was 199 yards compared to 66. And then Boston Scott had those four touchdowns. So, so at the start of the fourth quarter, it's 33 to 31 um, with 98 leading. Then Marlon Watts, uh, catches a seven-yard touchdown pass from Jamar. Then Troy Edwards answers with one. So it's 39 to 38 after a failed two-point conversion. Boston Scott scores a four-yard touchdown run with four minutes and 34 seconds left to make the score 46 to 39. John Simon scores on a four-yard touchdown run for 98, tying the game with 157 left. And then Jonathan Barnes hits Jonathan a 45-yard field goal with 58 seconds left. Uh, which would ultimately lead to the uh, 2017 Bulldogs victory. Tony um, Barnes, man. Yeah. If I were to remember Jonathan Barnes, I'd, I would have picked 20. <laughs> so then let's see. Um, oh, man. The, yeah, with eight seconds left in the game, 98 fumbled the ball and 2017 recovered. So that's how the game ended. They were at like the 20-yard line, too. So they were in field goal range when they fumbled. Oh, uh, you hate to see it. Yeah. Yikes. So that is that is a three in a row for the uh, for the Skip Holtz led teams here. Full game skip. Forty nine to forty six. I wish these games were this exciting in, <laughs> in these years. So we go All from right. one ball game skip team to another, and this time twenty sixteen, the nine and five squad faces off against the nineteen ninety nine squad that finished the year eight three. That ninety nine squad only had those losses to number one Florida State, number seven Texas A and M, and UCLA to finish the season. US- UCLA was not ranked at the time, but Tech was. Tech was ranked number twenty five, and that was Wait, the first time in said, school history. Man, that was Tech- USC, right? Not UCLA. Tech- Pissing away a ranking? Oh, man. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Yeah. Another thing that Tech did, in addition to losing to two ranked teams, they beat another ranked team. They beat number 18, Alabama. 
Hell yeah. Not only was that a ranked team, not only was that Alabama, they were SEC champions that year. And Tech won by guess how many points? One. One point. We should have been invited to the SEC based off of Princeton. Wow. That, right? Like, who needs Mizzou? Who needs A&M? Right. Who, who does need Mizzou? <laughs> Fun fact, that was at Legion Field, too. So. <laughs> ooh, ooh. And speaking of Legion Field, um, guess who Tech beat for the fourth season in a row? score what was that score josh 41 to 20 noise fun times yeah and tim Rattay, okay i guess we'll stop talking about him after now this was his final season but he finished this year i'm not sure if this record still stands it probably doesn't but he was second in ncaa history at this time in career passing yards and passing touchdowns yeah there's no way that's still second but hey I think Ryan Higgins might have beat him. (laughs) Jamar beat him. Yeah, no, I mean, especially for the time, you can't beat Tim Rattay except for one person, I guess. But yeah, except for apparently the 2017 and 2018 (laughs) teams. But ah, man. But 2016, this was the year. This was Jamar's opening game against Arkansas, where Tech almost they almost Mm. won. I was there for that one too. I'm pretty sure I should stop going to games. Yeah, that's what I'm taking away from this. Uh, Tech also (laughs) lost in 2016 to Middle Tennessee. Apparently, I have no recollection of that. No, I don't remember that. I was also (laughs) at that game. What is wrong with you? Stop. That game, we were up 27 to 7, and this was Catherine's first uh, first oh, tech okay. game with now me. Now I remember it. <laughs> and uh, we were up 27 to 7, and then we just pissed away the lead, and we had the ball like first and goal with like 40 seconds left, a down by four, obviously, so we can't f- kick a field goal, and we just did not score. And it was brutal, and I was so mad. And Catherine learned real quick that tech makes me more angry than they should. And she's still here. So, hey. Hey, yeah. That <laughs> says something. Yeah. Not sure if it's bad about her or good about me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the Carlos Henderson game against UMass cheered you up a little bit a few weeks later. Uh, that made me very happy. That, that performance. And then Tech would, uh, again, make Evan sad by losing to Western Kentucky in the Conference USA Championship after beating that same team at home earlier in the season. But would go to the Armed Forces Bowl and win over, at the time, number 25 Navy. Man. I want to be as happy as Trent Taylor was after that game-winning field goal. And I just that might be the happiest. I person. was at that bowl game, and we did not lose. So maybe bowl game skip outweighs, you know, me being in the audience. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I know we had Matt last week after the credits talk about his hug with Daniel Adams after a, the Iona game. I think Josh, I think you and I hugged after that field goal. We did. We were down by the band. I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I yeah, trash talked a twelve-year-old Navy fan at that game. <laughs> <laughs> probably deserved probably. i think i think i've talked about that before maybe on the podcast i'm not sure but or i definitely maybe i wrote it in a post i don't know yeah i mean i live 45 minutes away from annapolis so i probably shouldn't yell at too many navy kids <laughs> but yeah who do y'all think will win this game i'm conflicted i'm conflicted, this man. i think this is the toughest matchup we've got and of course i've been wrong about every single one of these games so far <laughs> same um or no i picked 2019 to win so never mind. I'm I'm one and two, but uh, looking at some of the more advanced stats, 2016 scored 44.3 points per game, which is second in the NCAA that year. But Ryan they Higgins, allowed, yeah. Ryan Higgins almost, had a great year. They're for almost 4,700 yards. Yeah, 41 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Wow. Yeah, that's that's Ryan Higgins was very very good in 2016. They they allowed 33.6 points a game, which was not great. 97th out of 128. 99, by contrast, scored 35.4 points per game, which was also very good, and allowed 27.8. So I really don't know 
watch this game is going to be the only blowout that we get <laughs> when no. it's so hard to choose. Um, I, I mean, here's my I, guess to give to Evan to let, let you yeah, deliberate. Yeah, let me think about longer. it for yeah. So I'm going with 2016 this time. Finally picking a team that's not based in the 1990s. And here's my reasoning. All these games so far have been close. I'm not sure if that's how the simulation works. I'm not sure if these teams actually just would have played really close games because they're confused about who's wearing which uniforms. They all have Bulldogs on them. (laughs) They're all wearing the white jerseys. (laughs) The only difference is the red tee versus the white tee on the helmet. And some are Nike and some are Adidas. But... The 1999 kicker, his name is Kevin Pond. He went 39 for 47 on extra points. Okay. (laughs) He missed eight extra points on the season. I think you've convinced me to go 2016 against my better judgment. They do not have a kicker. And if this is a close game, you need a kicker. Jonathan Barnes has shown us that time and time again. So I'm going by the way, happens to be the kicker in 2016. So I want to pretend like that was my point the entire time. So I'm going with (laughs) Jonathan Barnes and the fighting 2016 team. Man, I'm going to go against what I said at the top of the show and go 2016, I think. (laughs) I am. It took one point to convince you from your favorite. You know, I am a fickle man. (laughs) So I said that whoever wins this game is probably going to be my champion. And I'm going to, oh, I I like what you're saying, Nathan. I hear, I hear you, but I got to go 99, man. Tim Rattay has to win one of these games. <laughs> All right. And, and they, beat, they beat Alabama. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I mean. 2016 is, didn't beat Alabama. Yeah, but Tech hasn't lost to Alabama. 2016 since didn't then. play Alabama, Evan. Come on. Well, yeah, Alabama won't play us anymore. That's true. I'm probably going to be wrong, and it's going to be the only blowout we get. But I'm going 99. My boy Tim Rattay pull in the victory here. Listen, All right. Either way, I win. So, final score, 1999 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 38. Okay. Oh, boy. 2016 Louisiana Bulldogs, 36. Wow. wow. Another right. close one. By two. 30, Look, I was 36. right. I'm always right. Top of the Look at me. Big brain. Whew, so man. to jump through it really quickly, the 99 team jumps out to a 14-0 lead after two touchdowns from Timur Tay to Delwyn Dagger. All right. A 25-yarder and a 17-yarder. Jonathan Barnes gets the 2016 team on the board with a 20-yard field goal to go into the first quarter break 14-3 to with 1999 leading the way. Barnes hits another field goal to start off the action in the second quarter to bring it to 14-6. to By halftime, the score is 21-13 to with the 1999 team leading the way but still a pretty close game. Rashid Bonnet scores an eight-yard touchdown pass from Ryan Higgins, but Barnes misses the extra point to make oh, it oh, wow. 21 to 19. Wow. Jinxed Jared Kraft then breaks off a 29-yard run, and Barnes hits the extra point on this one to bring the score 26-21 in favor of the 2016 Bulldogs. And Kevin Pond hits a field goal, surprisingly, <laughs> bring the score 26-24 in favor of the 2016 Bulldogs going into the final fourth quarter. The 1999 Bulldogs score first with a six-yard pass from Rote to James Jordan to make the score 31-26 in favor of the 1999 Bulldogs. Jonathan Barnes hits a 30-yard field goal, followed by a touchdown pass from Timurtay to John Simon and then another touchdown pass by the 2016 Bulldogs but it's too little too late even with that score and a minute and 29 seconds left in the game the final score is 38 to 36 and the first thing I checked was to see how Kevin Pond the field goal kicker did as a field goal kicker he made a 33 yard field goal he missed a 45 and 44 yard field goal (laughs) okay well that seems to be like historically accurate (laughs) well not for Barnes (laughs) 
Barnes well, made a 20 yarder, a 44 yarder, and a 30 yarder, but missed a 54 yarder. But I mean, okay. Who can play? Right. of Arkansas. <laughs> uh, now I'm sad. That 54 yarder, by the way, came with nine seconds left in the game. God, wow. could you imagine? Oh, it bounces off the upright. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Then oh, Tim Rattay takes gosh. over with five seconds left, takes a knee, and the game is over. Time is a flat circle. Time wow. is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, you mentioned uh, Jonathan Barnes, you know, being being automatic. In 2016, he scored 143 points. Let's see. Kevin Pond scored 63 <laughs> So, yeah. So one one kicker is clearly better than the other here, and it did show up in the game. Just man, that fifty four yarder doinking. Oh, that's brutal. I'm mad, and this didn't even really happen in real life. Man, I miss sports. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next game. Yeah, so we're skipping uh, two thousand because they went three and nine, so they don't count. Sorry, guys, if you're listening, uh, we still love you. So we're we're skipping right to 2001 against 2015. So, uh the 2001 team went 7 and 5 and the 2015 team went 9 and 4. Um this was sophomore Luke McCown um at quarterback and we had uh a running back named Joe Smith who didn't have a great year in 2001, but 2002 would be better for him. This was also the first bowl season for Tech since 1990 uh, with the loss to Clemson in the Humanitarian Bowl, which I believe now is called the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho. This was also a champion, a, a conference championship team, believe it or not. Uh, they won the WAC, which was it was the first year in that conference. What else can you guys tell me about this team? Josh Kobe was on it. Yeah, oh, I missed that. Nice. He went for for extra points. He went 44 for 45. In field goals, he went 18 for 22. Nice. Good. Very good. good. Yeah. There's a reason he was in the NFL for as long as he was. I'd kind of forgotten how many games Tech played at Independent Stadium in the 90s and 2000s. They opened up the season against SMU, and in a sign of future things to come, they blew them out 36 to 6. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Also, Tech took Auburn to overtime, but I mean, they lost because uh, of course. Man, played number 10 Fresno State and lost by 10. That was a that was a whack game too. So yeah, I mean, they beat Boise. Nice. Always always good to see that. We did lose to Kansas State though the next week. Something similar with the 2015 team. <laughs> yeah. That game crushed my soul. But we did beat Tulsa as well. And after talking about that uh, Iona game coming off that conference tournament where we lost to Tulsa. Sorry, Tulsa. It feels good to see that W there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the thing that these two uh, years have in common is that we beat UTEP both years and we lost to uh, lost to Kansas State both years. God, man, so, that Kansas State three overtime game in 2015. Mm, yeah, well, what a heartbreaker. That. I just don't even remember that game. I remember Kansas, but I don't I remember. I very Kansas. vividly remember Kansas State. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, overthrowing. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. man. Brutal. Th- three overtime loss, 39 to 33 in 2015 versus a 40 to 7 loss in 2001. So, progress. If you're, yeah. <laughs> the 2001 win against. <laughs> Against UTEP was a 53 to 30 victory, and the 2015 one was 17 to 15, which has pretty much caused us to predict an, a near loss in El Paso every time we play in El Paso. Now, um, that's that's that game there, I think. But 
Anyway. Yeah, I mean, Tech had a near loss there, but they did lose the final game of the regular season to Southern Miss. Actually lost that game, and that eliminated them from the conference. I mean, I don't even know if I need to say it at this point, but I was at that game. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was at that game, too. I was also at the I opening mean, yeah. loss against, uh, or it was the second game at Western Kentucky. I, I made the drive from Murfreesboro to watch that 41 to 38 loss. So uh, <laughs> on a Thursday yeah. night. So yeah, I really, you maybe really should, should stop going to games. I should consider not going to games. Yeah. Like FaceTime me in. My record's pretty good. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you in, whatever. Yeah. That was All also right. the year that, that Tech won the New Orleans Bowl. Evan, were you at that game? I was. Bowl okay. games I can go to. Where they beat Arkansas Bowl State. Game. And that was the game that Ken Fixon broke the record for most touchdowns from scrimmage. Oh, yeah, he did. And then held on to it for a few days. Uh, yeah. Jeff Driscoll was the quarterback that year. That was also when Vernon Butler was a senior before going in the first round overall. to the my sociology class. Big dude. I w- would think so for a defensive tackle. And then also uh, Xavier Woods was on the team that year, but he had better years the year before and the year after, surprisingly, I guess. At least stats-wise. So uh, how do we think this game is going to go? Uh I got. I think I'm gonna go with 2015. I feel like there's just more talent on that team overall. I don't know. Points per game, 37.5 for 2015, and points against 26.8. And then 2001 scored 33.8 points per game and allowed 32.5. So man, that's mm, that's tough. I think I gotta go with Jeff Driscoll in 2015, though. I mean, you got Kenneth Dixon, you got Xavier Woods, you got some. Some real talented players on that team. Well, like Darius um, Barnes on that team. Um, yeah. T- th- I mean, you got McCown on 2001, but I don't think that's his best statistical year. He he threw for just over 3,300 yards, 28 touchdowns, but 14 picks. So I could see them losing this game due to, due to turnovers as well, especially with Xavier Woods over on the other side. Dude, Ferguson was on that, you know, 2015 team. He had six sacks that year. Two forced fumbles. I think I got to go with 2015. Yeah, I mean, if I I was kind of back and forth between picking 2012 and 2015 to win the whole thing going in. And I think that's just, those are my two favorite teams that I've seen at Tech. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ride with my favorite and also say 2015 and then be wrong because I've always been wrong. All right. Well, let's find out who actually won. Oh my gosh, it's another close one, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all so close. All right. 2015 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 35. 2001 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 38. Oof. oof. So 2001 takes it. Oof. In another close one. Um, let's see here. The stats breakdown are pretty pretty even, honestly. We've got 43 rushing attempts for 118 yards for 2001 compared to 41 for 136. So a little bit better for 2015 and Kenneth Dixon. Um, yeah, let's see here. What, what The passing yards break down to McCown, 349, compared Ooh. to Driscoll at 278. Uh, no picks, no, no turnovers at all. So I think... You know, 2001 was able to hold on to the ball, and that helped a lot here. So it was a back-and-forth affair. We've got Paul Turner catching a touchdown from Jeff Driscoll to open the scoring. Then a Joe Smith touchdown run immediately after that, followed by a Trent Taylor touchdown, Trent making Taylor. the score 14-7 to 2015 at the end of one. Josh Scobie comes in and kicks a 42-yard uh, field goal. Then Kenneth Dixon gets on the board with a 17-yard touchdown. And DJ Curry rounds out the first half 
uh, with a touchdown catch for 2001. So the score was 21 to 17 at half uh, with 2015 winning. Um, the third quarter, things quieted down a bit. Joe Smith caught a touchdown pass from McCown, uh, making the score 24 to 21. 2001. Now the fourth quarter picks back up again. We got 14 points for each team. Trent Taylor scores a touchdown, making it 28-24. Then Joe Smith catches a touchdown and then runs in a touchdown. The latter one being at 219 left in the game, making the score 38 to 28, really putting it out of reach. And Kenneth Dixon adds a catch, 23 yard catch, uh, with 44 seconds left in the game, but ultimately that was not enough. The final score ended up 38 to 35. Hmm. So 2001 with the big victory there. And I am what over five. I believe so. Yeah. Let's see if we can make it over six as we move into our next matchup. And that's the 2004 six and six team versus the 2014 nine and five squad. In 2004, the 6-6 six six team finished the year right at 500, but that's mostly due to the fact that they played five ranked teams yeah. and lost them. Also, really quickly, I don't. if you're not looking at the notes right now, can you name the quarterback in 2004? I'm not even going to wait because I doubt you'll guess Matt Kubrick. Don't even know who that is. He yeah. Knows. He completed only 50% of his passes that year. He started a couple years, but the reason this team made it to 500 and made it to this list is not because of him, but because of his running back, Ryan Motes. Yeah, Ryan Motes almost had more rushing yards than Matt Kubik had passing yards. Yeah, Ryan Motes set the record for tech history, at least he set the record for most rushing yards in a season with 1,774 yards, which was also number six on football if if you add in his if you add in his receiving yards, he actually did have more yards from scrimmage than Matt Kubik did. <laughs> Ooh, well, well, passing yards. Matt Kubik also had 162 rushing yards, so they were really competing there for that yeah. title. But yeah, that's I mean, so we skipped 2002 and 2003, which must have been even worse because. The teams went four and eight and five and seven. But yeah, after like watching Rate and then McCown back to back, like, oh, that is a kick in the teeth to just have a quarterback that doesn't even hit 2,000 yards. He threw 10. I can't even imagine that right now. 10 touchdowns and 10 picks. Oh, like no offense to Mr. Kubik, but that's that's not great. Oh, uh, maybe a little offense. Yeah, offense. Yeah, actually <laughs> offense to Mr. Kubik. So they're matching up against 2014 to kind of uh, oh. just skip ahead a little bit. Just really quickly what this team did. This was Skip Holt's first winning team, his second year in Ruston. They lost to number four, Oklahoma, and number five, Auburn. God, they, watching that hurt. They also lost to the FCS school, Northwestern State. Watching that really hurt. I don't remember that. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. <laughs> They also also had their baffling conference loss to Old Dominion. I think that was the origination of baffling conference loss. I also was. don't remember that. <laughs> I, I really. They also 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 <laughs> lost to Marshall in the conference championship. What a miserable experience that was. That was terrible. Ugh. They went nine and five, and every loss hurt more than the previous one. Pretty much. Maybe Auburn didn't hurt as bad as Northwestern State, but. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma and Auburn, number four and five. I get it. Man, there were so many bad losses that year. That hey, pick, let me, let me, let me pick Marshall up the game. spirits here a little bit. Oh, me, my God. Let me just... Okay, so we talked about all the bad things that happened. We beat ULL 48-20. to 20. Um, That was fun. That was, that was fun. the 99-yard Kenneth Dixon touchdown run, right? So that's good. Uh, beat North Texas. Beat UTEP. Beat UTSA. Beat Southern Miss. 
beat Western Ooh. Kentucky, beat UAB, and then beat Rice 76 to 31. I was at that game too. Ooh. Uh, and then beat Illinois in the heart of Dallas Bowl, uh, 35 to 18, also at that game. So back then Man. I was still allowed to go to games, apparently. Imagine if we had not tripped over our dicks and lost in Northwestern State. That's pretty much exactly what happened. Or if Cody Sokol hadn't thrown that pick against Marshall. Oh my God, that one haunts my dreams still. Uh, it resulted in a pretty good hug, though. Yeah, at least at least we got the hug, though. That was that was nice. I want that hug, like personally, but especially now after I'm not allowed to like talk to other people <laughs> or whatever. Or go to tech games. <laughs> yeah, one other redeeming factor from the season was Trent Taylor's kind of emergence. I think oh, it was Trent his sophomore year. So good. His freshman year, he kind of blended in the crowd was kind of a typical receiver i mean he was a freshman but his sophomore year he led the team in receiving and just never looked back yeah so good man so good yeah shout out trent taylor just got engaged hey oh wow so i also want to run through real quick before you said that in 2004 we lost all of our ranked games we actually beat number 17 fresno state yeah um i believe that that was the game that a big fight broke out i could be wrong um, was that the first red out game too I thought the first red out game was when I was at school when we played Hawaii, but I'm not sure. Um, well, you're not that cool. So, so, so that, that year we played four ranked teams in a row at Miami, Florida, at Tennessee, home against Fresno state. We won that one. And then at Auburn. And then later we played at number 13, Boise state. So four ranked teams on the road. That is brutal. That's this, tough. This team might be a little bit better than we're thinking. With that being said, though, their points per game are 25.7, and which I believe is the lowest other than maybe 2018 that we've talked about so far tonight. Their points against was 31.8. So uh, 2014, on the other hand, scored 37.4 and gave up 24.7. So I'm going 2014 just based on my rudimentary stats there. I'm going 2004 because I'm not sure how this the simulation handles FCS losses, but 2004 didn't lose a game to a subpar FBS school or even an FCS school. That's, so, yeah. 2004. Man. What do you think, Josh? On the one hand, Ryan Moat. But on the other hand, Trent Taylor. Yeah, Kenneth Dixon, you don't have a terrible quarterback. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nathan's what, 0 for 5? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go against that. I'm going 2014. All right. Yeah, and and one last thing here. If, if 2004 had played 2014's schedule with just two ranked opponents instead of five, maybe we're, maybe we're in a different stratosphere here. So I don't know. 2004 has got a shot, but I'm sticking with 2014. Okay. So we have a game that is not a one possession final score. I think for the first time in all oh. of these simulations. Okay. 2004 Louisiana Bulldogs 18. 2014 Louisiana Bulldogs 34. Woo! Okay. I am 0 and 6. <laughs> Woo! Man, that 2014 heat on him. Yeah, so jump through it really quickly. Dixon has a touchdown run in the first and second quarter, a 26 yard run and a one yard run. Jonathan Barnes has a field goal in the first quarter. And then with nine minutes and 11 seconds left in the second quarter, 20, 2004 finally gets on the board and the score going into halftime is 17 to seven. The teams trade field goals in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, we have a touchdown by the 2014 team to bring it 27 to 10. 
then a Kenneth Dixon yard five yard run to bring it to thirty four to ten, Dixon. and then Matt Kubrick uh, has a seven yard run to kind of cut into it a little bit, and then they try for a two point conversion in a desperation attempt to try to get back in the game, and that ends up being the final score thirty four to eighteen. <laughs> Man. All this That's tells me is that the score of the Tech Illinois game in 2014, 35 to 18. So, yeah. All this tells me is that 2014 should have been a ranked team. I mean, all Easy. this tells me is that Kaz Dixon is better than Ryan Moats. Ryan Moats uh, finished with more yards, 118, but Dixon had only a few fewer with 96 and had three touchdowns. I don't know if that's a hot take. But I'll pretend like it is. How did uh? What were Matt Kubik's numbers in that game? Matt Kubik went fourteen for twenty nine, one hundred and sixty four yards and a touchdown. <sighs> yeah. No picks. Cody oh, wow. Suckle did have two picks, but he also threw for three hundred and seven yards in the touch. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean that that probably has been the most like mismatched game we've had so far, just in terms of like on paper. But two thousand four. Shout out you guys. You lost a bunch of hard games. Yeah, so two games left in the first round. Next up is 2005 versus 2012. Yeah, we all know the 2012 team, right? Uh, And if if you don't, go listen to our podcast from a few weeks ago. Um, We obviously skipped over 2013 because it did not happen. Um, Not a real year. Yeah, just the whole year. It didn't happen. Um, Can we do that to 2022? Yeah, please. Well, we might if we, yeah, anyway. No, <laughs> wait, never mind. Um, obviously, the key players for that team, other than Colby Cameron, was the emergence of freshman, uh, true freshman running back Kenneth Dixon, who had 27 touchdowns as a freshman, uh, breaking Marshall Falk's record and also setting the record for his own career in terms of rushing touchdowns. The 2005 squad, they played North Texas for the first time since the 1980s, which, I mean, we play them all the time now and seem to beat them all the time. We also closed out that season by beating number 22 Fresno State in another one of these Bulldogs versus Bulldogs games that I will never really understand because I get, came to Tech a little too late to really <laughs> get that rivalry with the, the team. The whack that. days were weird, man. Whack days were weird. Yeah, I got to experience one year of them, and 2012 was a ride. Yeah. On the offensive side of the ball for 2005, uh, your boy quarterback Kubik is back, but uh, Motes has declared for the draft and is gone. Uh, Looking at the stats, no one really sticks out on this team. No one really seems to be taking that place of Ryan Motes, and it just seems like it's an easier schedule, which is how they get to that 7-4 and record. And so I feel a lot more confident thinking that 2012 will win this year, which means they won't. <laughs> yeah, you just damned them. Yeah, Matt Kubik had a little bit better of a year. He went up from about 51% to about 55%, 2202 yards passing, 18 touchdowns and 7 picks. So a lot better than his uh 10 and 10 from the year before. As far as the points per game, um oh my gosh, 2012. Yeah, man, so beautiful. <laughs> uh, 51 and a half points per game. First <laughs> In the NCAA. Real real the, quick, just because I know what this is, since 1988, since Tex joined FBS, their points per game has been 28.7. So, oh, oh yeah. Wow. Almost doubled just in one season. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 opponent points per game, though, uh, 38 and a half. <laughs> so, since 1988 was 28.2. Okay. So, so wait. Bl- actually, below average. Huh. Below average defense, above average offense. Who would have thunk for 2012? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that means since 1988, we've only scored 0.5 more points per game than our <laughs> opponent, by the way. Yes, that's yeah. what that means. I mean, I bet it all evens out for most teams. But yeah. um, 
So 2005 uh, really contrasts with that, you know, kind of top of the pile, bottom of the pile of 2012. They're middle of the pack in both 46th overall with 28.7 points per game and 58th overall with 25.5 points allowed. So really, I mean, it feels like 2012 should run away with this. And And I think if this game was played in real life, they would. But this thing has liked to play it close. And 2012 didn't really play many close games except for the A&M and then the Utah State. So, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to go 2012 here. I think I think it's hey, a no brainer Come to the dark side. I, I got to go 2012. Yeah, I mean, right. it's the best, like the most Mason, you got to win one eventually. Hopefully, maybe All averages or whatever. All right, Evan, you got this game. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 2012, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 30. Oh, no. So way lower, just barely above 2005's points allowed. Oh, God. 2005, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 38. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that poor defense. Okay, so oh wow, this is this is nonsense here. <laughs> I protest this entire event. Uh, twenty twelve ran the ball fifty six times, which is absurd uh, for for two hundred sixty yards compared to thirty six times for one hundred sixty one yards uh, for two thousand five. Now passing yards is where I have a real problem with this game. <laughs> twenty twelve had one hundred ninety two. <laughs> passing yards compared to 277 for 2005 and now look 2005 was not a stellar defense so uh, yikes is this another uh san jose state kind of game uh well colby cameron threw one pick okay all right let's go through the scoring here we got a touchdown from kenneth dixon to start things out but a missed extra point from matt nelson then we've got uh, two touchdowns, two touchdown runs by Freddie Franklin, and then a field goal by Matt Nelson and Eric Newman touchdown reception, making the score 21 to nine. Then a Miles White touchdown reception and followed by a field goal for Danny Horwadell uh, for the 2005 mm-hmm. squad. The score at halftime was 24 to 16. Then we've got a 31 yard interception return by Thaddeus Medford. Hmm. Don't remember him, but shout out. Thaddeus Medford, followed by two touchdowns for the 2005 squad, Patrick Jackson and Freddie Franklin. And then DJ Banks caught an eight yard touchdown from Cameron with 44 seconds left in the game to make the final score 38 to 30 2005. Yeah. Kenneth Dixon had 129 yards of one touchdown. Quentin Patton had 113 yards. So yeah, we've got three rushing touchdowns for Freddie Franklin of the 2005 squad, which ultimately made the difference in the game. Again, I protest this entire event, and let's just delete the whole episode because we're only an hour and a half into this recording. We can <laughs> right. we got to come up with another concept right now to record. <laughs> Speaking of running way too long, let's jump ahead to matchup number eight in the first in the final one of this opening round. It matches up 2008, which went eight and five, versus the 2011 squad that went also eight and five. My first year at Tech. Hey, 2012 was mine, but we saw how that went just a second ago. 2008 beat Mississippi State at the Joe, which is always nice, but they lost to number 14, Kansas State, number 17, Boise State, and three other unranked teams. But they ended the year with an Indy Bowl trophy after beating Northern Illinois. Their quarterback was Ross Jenkins, who was someone who I had heard of, but he didn't really seem to light up statistical categories. You don't know about Ross Jenkins. Oh, man. 
it's not so much Ross Jenkins as it is his favorite target. That was the highlight of that offense. And that was Philip quote, Saturday night, unquote, Livis. Yeah. Yeah. Philip Livis um, was great. Very fun watching him uh, return kicks at the time. He tied the record for most or not in 2008, but I think when he was a senior in 2009, he had tied the record for most uh, return touchdowns in a career. I believe that's since been broken by somebody, but yeah, 2008 uh, was, you know, the last year before I got to campus, but a lot of these players are familiar to me. Daniel Porter led uh, the rushing attack with nearly 1200 yards, nine touchdowns. Yeah. Philip Livis was great. Uh, and he actually won that Northern Illinois game uh, for tech in that bowl game. So yeah, fun, fun stuff there in 2008. And they're matched up against 2011, a team that didn't start off so fun, starting the season one and four. Oh, it was rough. Losses to Southern Miss and Mississippi State. But then they won their last seven games that included Ole Miss. And yes, they played all three of those Mississippi schools on the road that year, which feels weird. I was at two of those, and one of them was a victory, so... I was going to go to Southern Miss, but uh, Robkin said we had to stay for band stuff. So anyway. Ooh. Well, one game yeah. you were at was that poinsettia bowl game. They finished the season with, guess who, TCU, and they lost that game by seven. Yep. Mm. I feel like Fun it was game. another classic uh, get down early and then claw our way back to just lose. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how the simulation will go because uh, the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year was not the Colby Cameron that end of the year, and it was Nick Isham. And yeah. so I'm wondering if the simulation puts in Nick Isham at quarterback. This this was a great team at the end of the season, but I'm interested, like you said, are they going to make it the Nick Isham 1-4 and four team or the 7-1 and one Colby Cameron team? I'm not sure. And because of that uncertainty, I'm picking 2008. Uh, why, Nathan? I wanted to go. Mm. Oh, right. man. Let's see here. 2011 scored 30 points per game, allowed 23.2. Both of those are in the 40s out of 120. 2008 scored 24.6 and allowed 23.7. So pretty good defense. Not a lot of offense to speak of, though. Not that that has necessarily mattered so far in the simulations. Man, I want to go with 2008 because they won their bowl game. But That's fair. I think if it's Colby Cameron 2011, then it's a much better team. Probably. Colby Cameron is 0-1 so far in the simulations. I mean, I got to roll with Colby Cameron then. Put 2011. All right, who you got, Evan? Uh, ooh, so 2008 lost two ranked games. 2011, the only ranked game they played was the bowl game. Mm, I'm going to go 2011 just because I think they're a, I think they're better on paper. But if Nick Isham's starting, then, I mean, I, I'd pick 2013 to beat them. Oh, All right. <laughs> So rather than say the final score at the beginning, I'm going to go through the scoring summary and go score by score and we'll see. Okay. Oh, Lord. Well, Matt, you're going to change the format now, right? Before we're done. Yep. yep. <laughs> Cause it's more fun to keep you on your toes because the first question is answered. The first score of the game is 2011 and it's a Colby Cameron, 14 yard. Okay. Run. Hey. Right, I'm confident now, but, and this may be important later, Matt Nelson misses the extra point. Oh God. Oh God. Why did you say he missed an extra point in 2012 too? What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Nelson then kicks makes up for it by kicking two field goals in the second quarter and the score is 12-0 2011 at the halftime break. Then that 2011 squad adds two touchdowns in the third quarter to make it 25 to 0 going into the fourth quarter. Oh my gosh, you got to be I don't oh, like where this is going. I, I hate this. Then 
2008 hopes to start a rally with just starting the fourth quarter a minute in scores a touchdown on a nine-yard pass to Philip Beck to make it 25 to 7. Matt Nelson responds for the 2011 squad with a field goal to make it 28 to 7, only down by 21 points, and that's the final score, 28 to 7. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so so 2000 so Nathan you went over 8. <laughs> I went over 8. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, hey, but we have a second round to do really quickly before we end the show, and we don't have to talk too much about these teams because we just did. But we want to get this down to a final four before we end the show. So. Yep. All right. So we've got 2019 Jmar team that went 10 and three against 2001 team that went seven and five, led by Luke McCown. And I'm hitting play game now. Let's see what happens. What What do you guys think? I think Jmar. Yeah, I think 2019 future Pro Bowler. Jamar, sure. Future backup to Cam Newton for one season before he takes the starting job. Um, Absorbs Cam Newton's powers. All right. To start out the scoring, we got a Josh Scobie thirty-one-yard field goal, making it three to nothing. Justin Henderson answers uh, at the start of the second quarter. Then Josh Scobie adds another field goal. Um, and Joe Smith scores on an 11 yard run. So the halftime score is 13 to 7, 2001. A space odyssey. Josh Scobie adds another field goal, making it 16 to 7. And then Justin Henderson comes back with another one, making it 16 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. Wow. Uh, Josh Scobie did a lot in this game. I'll just say that. Fourth quarter starts. Josh Scobie hits two field goals. Uh, oh, 24 and 45 yards, making it 22 to 14. Israel Tucker scores a. Five-yard pass from Jamar with 337 left. They get the two-point conversion. Then Ahmad Harris scores on a 75-yard pass from oh, Luke McCown. No. Oh, and Josh no. Scobie kicks the extra point to make it 29-22, oh, no. which is your final. Oh, come on! <laughs> so Nathan is 0 for 9. So I'm just going to start picking at random. The next right. game is 2018 versus 2014. I'm going to flip a coin. I want to pick 2014. I refuse to acknowledge this. <laughs> I'm going 2014. Yeah, can I wait until Nathan guesses and then guess my... I already, I already guessed 2014. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I know what you're guessing, Evan. Gosh, but 2014 so good, though. I'm going 2014, too. Let's, right. let's go. So I'm just going to read the final score this time. I'm going to switch it up again. 2018 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 31. Oh, man. Not enough. 2014 Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, 16. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Is this opposite? What is that? What is this website? I am 0 for 10. What is this? What is this? 31 to 16. Jaquise Dancy scores a four-yard touchdown run in the first quarter, followed up by an Adrian Hardy touchdown pass from Jamar. 14-0 at the end of the first quarter. The team trade touchdowns in the second quarter with a 34-yard run by Jaquise Dancy, but then Paul Turner has a 95-yard touchdown reception. Oh, wow. To make it 21 to 7 going into halftime. Jonathan Barnes adds a field goal to make it 21 to 10 at the end of the third quarter. Kenneth Dixon has a 17 yard pass to make it 21 to 16. Hey, wait, excuse me? Sorry, he has a 21 yard reception. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense. So 21 16, still a five point game, but then the 2018 team takes over. Teddy Veal has a 15 yard pass from Jamar and then a Bailey Hale field goal. And with the final score of 31 to 16. We're going to get no Kenneth Dixon in the final. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Well, 
Yikes. <laughs> that is something. All right, next up we've got the 2017 Bulldogs who are coming off their 49-46 to victory uh, against 98. Against the 2005 Bulldogs, who knocked off the juggernaut 2012 team, 38-30. to 30. I don't really know what to say here. 2017's not my favorite year, uh, but 2005 certainly, I feel like, should have lost in the first round. So That's why I'm picking 2005, because nothing makes any sense anymore. <laughs> well, that means i got to pick 2017. I'm just rolling with logic at this point. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to go with 2017 as well, just to, you know, win because Nathan's going to lose. So, <laughs> all right, let's see what happens. All right. Oh, wow. This is a bloodbath. This is, oh my goodness. <laughs> this is exactly what should have happened to 2005. Oh, dang. One. Oh, dang. <laughs> yes. 40, 44 to 17. Yes. In the, in the biggest blowout. Suck of... it, Tech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Wow, so 2017 is one of our finalists. Yikes. <laughs> cool. 44 to 17. All right, so 2005 had 224 passing yards, 53 rushing yards. Combined, 2017 had over 550 yards. So, yeah. Uh, real quick here, the, <laughs> the, the scoring summary. Josh Wheeler scores first for 2005. Then Jamar adds a touchdown run. Jonathan Barnes kicks a field goal. Zach Kuzar catches a 54-yard pass from Smith for a touchdown. The team's trade field goals, making it 20-10 to 10 at halftime. Then the second half is all 2017. Marcus Gaines, 21-yard catch. Jonathan Barnes from 34. Zach Kuzar again. And then Jaquise Dancy adds a 22-yard run, and 2005 uh, makes it a little bit more respectable at the end of the game with a two-yard Freddie Franklin run to cap things off. So bloodbath there. Yeah, that's the most that Kuzar's ever done. 0 for 11. He's I got am yeah. 0 for 11, going for a perfect game. One final game before we get to our final four, and that's 1999 versus 2011, a Timurte team. Versus a Colby Cameron experience following a Nick Isham experiment, I guess. That game, I'm picking 1999 because I just want to see Tim Rattay make the Final Four. Nathan, why? I'm not intentionally picking the wrong team. I'm picking the team I think will win. And I think 1999 will win this game. I agree. I'm going 99. I'm with you, Nathan. (sighs) I gotta get one of these, right? Man, I can't do it. You're unlucky tonight, Nathan. I'm going 2011. Okay, here we go. We'll go back to jumping through it in the scoring summary. (laughs) No consistency. <laughs> the GTPDD way. It's a lot more fun that way. 2011 starts off the scoring with a 31-yard field goal by Matt Nelson to make it 0-3. to Kevin Pond responds with a 46-yard field goal to make it 3-3. to David Grew catches a 7-yard pass from Colby Cameron to make it 10-3. to Then Sean Cangliosi catches a 13-yard pass. I, I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> from Tim <laughs> And it's a 10-10 game going into the halftime break. Okay, pretty low scoring for these Low two scoring teams, and close. Third quarter. It's not in that way, I predict. It probably does not. Nathan Third seems quarter. mad, so I'm going to go with... <laughs> can I change to 2011 now? <laughs> no, I'm, st- I'm sticking with my guns. 99 wins. Let's go. 
Third quarter, 2011, breaks the tie with a Lennon career one-yard run followed by a Matt Nelson kick, 17-10. to 10. It takes about 10 minutes before the 1999 team ties the game back up with a Delwyn Dager, that's a hell of a mispronunciation, with a seven-yard reception from Tim Ortay and a pond extra point, 17-17, going into the final quarter. 10 minutes left, 2011, gets on the board first with a Miles White 25-yard touchdown pass from Colby Cameron with a missed extra point, 23-17. Oh, no. There's one more score in this game. It comes with four minutes and 47 seconds left. It's a touchdown pass from Colby Cameron. That's right. That's 2011. 2011 wins the game 29 to 17. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I am over 12. Nathan, can I take you to the casino? Let's go play blackjack. And I want you to sit in front of me. All right, that is... We have our final four. It's 2001, 2011, 2017, and 2008. So the matchups are going to be 2001 versus 2018 and 2017 versus 2011. Two Skip Holtz teams. Yeah, two Skip Holtz teams. We got a Sunny Dykes. It would be surprising. And we got Luke McCown in there. So we got we got two JMARs, believe it or not, JMAR haters. Um, Colby Cameron slash Nick Isham and Luke McCown. Um, I think, Nathan, you had a plan for what we want to do for the Final yeah. Four. So rather than run that Final Four right now, and not just because we're way over time, is because we kind of want to get an idea of who you think which of these top four tech football teams of the past couple decades are to put a poll out on Twitter and say, who do you, of these four teams, who do you think is the best? So we'll have you all vote on it throughout the week or whatever the length of time a Twitter poll lasts. And we'll see how right or wrong you are when we run the final four at the beginning of next week's episode. Yeah. So next week's episode, will probably just have like a five, 10 minute segment on this and then we'll jump into whatever we plan because yep. if we'll you think we plan this out more than like 12 hours in advance you are crazy my friend but yeah. look just wait until next year when we run the same show again and get the opposite results yeah 2012 2012's revenge <laughs> next year i'll just pick all the opposite teams and they'll still just lose yeah and so since that's a twitter poll that brings us to our final segment of the episode and that's the Kusa tweet of the week This week's Tweet of the Week, I'm picking this because we didn't really talk about this before the show either. And I'm giving this week's Tweet of the Week to at LaTeX Sports Report, who has had this honor a few times throughout the long and storied history of this less than one year old podcast. And for their tweet, quote tweeting the new Charlotte uniforms, say with the uniforms have CLT on them for Charlotte, I guess. And the tweet Uh says... And how exactly is one supposed to pronounce CLT? <laughs> I mean, I know how I would pronounce it. Clout? Exactly. Clat? <laughs> I can't. I Anything can't else we'll have to bleep. So, yeah, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Oh, man. Thank you so uh... much for holding with us this entire... I'm not yeah, sure how long this really will be edited down. releasing this as one episode? <laughs> Take next week off or something. We probably won't do that. Nah. So we'll stop vamping here and just go ahead and end the show. That about wraps it up for this episode of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E or head to our blog at gtpdd.dog where this week we have not a new post, but a new feature. Uh, Something else that's hosted on the website that lets you put in which games you've been to between 1988 and 2019 and see how lucky you are as a tech fan if, like Evan, you should no longer be allowed inside the OIA Stadium. 
Yeah, I'll be doing a post announcing all of our tech luck scores, and uh, mine's not great. I'll just leave it at that for now. Yeah, so basically, if you have a positive score, you're probably pretty good, maybe. If you have a negative score, you're, yeah, no, you're kicked out. So that's that. <laughs> that will be tweeted out probably tomorrow from, or sorry, yesterday from when this episode came up. That's at techluck.gtpdd.dog, and I'll be linked to it as well. But until next time on this show, I'm Nathan. I am Japanese X-League superstar Colby Cameron who should have won against 2005 this week. And I am Francis Figaro, <laughs> 1990s tech player of the decade. <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Francis Figaro. <laughs> Never heard of him until tonight. Go or Bobby tech. Ray Tellum. Bobby Ray Tellum is fun to say. <laughs> I'm Bobby Ray Tellum. God damn it, I'm still you. embarrassed about that. <laughs> All right, end the show, Nathan, before I say something else embarrassing. I will not. Go Tech. <laughs> Please don't die. Please. You. A lot of bleeps, Nathan. A lot of bleeps today. A lot of bleeps. We'll lot see. Bleeps. We'll see if I'm still drunk when I'm editing too. I forget about <laughs> him or not. And our coda.